all of our sports call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line. And now we're excited to go back to that Auburn Bank phone line and welcome in Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Justin, uh, the time is always greatly appreciated. Hope you're doing well today, sir. Yeah, I'm doing well. How are y'all? Doing very well. And we wanted to start off with some fun with Ferg today, and not in the JJ sense, and then following up with a terrible question that is not fun. Uh, But with a question here that I know that you have got to be excited about uh, seeing the news today Bucky's opening in April. And uh, Justin noticed that you were very excited about that. Again, tell the people why Bucky's is so awesome and, and what a great pillar of this community it's about to be. Yeah, so I mean, Bucky's is like if you took a gas station, like a truck stop kind of gas station, and made it the size of like a Publix. That's <laughs> what you get in Bucky's. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's it's always been a really good stop whenever I'm near one. They're mostly in Texas, but they've branched out kind of all over the southeast now. Um, their food that they make like in house like uh, is really good. Uh, breakfast tacos, barbecue. They have a lot of like. Uh, pastries and stuff like that um you know it's 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 a really strong place where you can just like get really good quality stuff and like for me it's like you know if you want to run in and grab like like something real quick um that's going to be the place to go I'm, I'm i'm telling you they're open 24 hours they're gigantic the prices are are pretty good like i'm i'm really excited um and uh you know not to dox myself on the radio but um it's not too far from uh, where I live, and it's not too far from where, where y'all are in the studio, so it's like you know, it's it's going to be pretty convenient to those of us on this side of town. Yeah, Justin, and I'm not throwing Brooks Childress under a bus here. <laughs> I'm not. But Brooks yeah. had one uh, about five minutes from his uh, house in Robertsdale. And okay. and so he's kind of scarred by the vast amounts of people and traffic that that uh, brought yeah. on. It wasn't oh, yeah, fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's not. I mean, and that one in Robertsdale is gets slammed every time I, I, I go by it, uh, for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, it's going to bring a lot of traffic. Game day weekends, it's going to be a war zone, man. Like, it's going to be, there's going to be so much, because there's one, if you're going, if you're coming from Houston to College Station, going to Texas A&M, there's one, like, right off the main highway, like, as soon as you're, like, you're, you're, you're making the switch from the interstate to the highway to get you to College Station, and that place just gets absolutely just flooded. Uh, the times I've been there during weekends where you know A&M's playing at home. So yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be chaotic. Uh, they have you know exit 50. You know as someone who lives off of it, like 50's been they've they've done so much renovation just for the exit, just to prepare yourself. So like it's gonna be crowded. Those, those first few weeks is gonna be very tough to get in there. But like I said. 24 hours, so if you don't sleep or have a normal schedule like me, you can always sneak in there at a weird hour. There you go, and uh, I, I think of just when I'm thinking about all the people there, uh, when Scott Van Pelt does the uh, Bad Beats segment, and he's got all these like little couple-second clips of all these voices, and I can imagine Al Michael saying, well, that's overwhelming. Uh, when I'm just thinking about the amount of people that are going to be there. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, it's uh, it's going to be a lot. But uh, let's talk a little bit more about something that's been overwhelming, and that's the sheer numbers that Auburn is getting uh, in the transfer portal. It's a good kind of overwhelming, but just since we last talked, a couple more uh, players on their way to Auburn, and I believe both these guys coming from the SEC, Justin Rogers coming from Kentucky on the defensive line, and Austin Keys coming from Ole Miss at the linebacking core. And for Auburn's starting to get some SEC pickups here too, so talk about these two guys. 
Yeah, these are two guys that I think are going to help Auburn out right away uh, for sure. Austin Keys is a big dude. He's about 240. going to be a good inside linebacker. Played a good bit of ball last year for Ole Miss. Was a really good recruit coming out of high school. It's a good pickup. Him and Demario Tolan helps a linebacker group that's got a lot of guys but not a ton of experience outside of, you know, Cam Riley uh, and, and what you got from, you know, West Steiner last season. So big, big pickup for, for for Auburn to get somebody who has at least been through the fire in the SEC West, plugs in, is a good scheme fit for what they're trying to do an inside linebacker. So that's a good pickup for Auburn for sure. And then you and then you talked about, uh, you know, the, the big defensive tackle from, from Kentucky. I mean, he is one of the best recruits. I think he might have been the best recruit, uh, highest rated recruit that Kentucky had ever signed. Um, monster, just an absolute monster down the middle of the defense, about 320 pounds. He's a 320-pounder who had some decent pass rushing stats last season um, on top of the fact that he was a guy that, you know, plugs up the A-gap. You look at Ron Roberts' defenses from his time pretty much all throughout, um, you know, his, his days as a college coach. And then you also go into, you know, what he did uh, with Dave Aranda's defenses um, when he's been super successful. They love having a nose tackle and then get right over that center um, in their defensive front and just give them just absolutely hacked up the middle. And I think that's that's exactly what they wanted to get out of Justin Rogers. Um, you know, Auburn's got a lot of big dudes on their on their defensive front that they've added, uh, and Rogers is definitely one of them. Um, but he's a guy that you know has played a good bit of ball in the SEC. It's a good transition for him, um, and I think I think scheme wise is a really good fit for what Auburn's going to be doing moving forward. So, yeah, those are two big time pickups. Uh, on your defense side of the ball and guys that, you know, can help you win in 2023 and help set, set the foundation of what you want the, you know, the Hugh Freeze area to look like. Justin, you know, you, you look at the, the continue to get signings out of that transfer portal. One position that a lot of people had a lot of focus on, but the, everything's kind of cooled off a little bit after, you know, the the heat of National Signing Day kind of subsided is there's still, you know, this Hugh Freeze team that we, we talked about, it still has not brought in a, another quarterback from the portal. I know there's been several big names that have been rumored. Are you hearing anything or, are you you know, what what do you think the plan is there for Hugh Freeze? Yeah, you're most likely going to see Auburn probably hang back here. I mean, the portal only has a few days left. Um, you know, if there was a guy who was like a camp miss player that you would say, okay, this is automatic starter, you go, go, go get him. You know, then that would change things. But it doesn't look like there's any of those players right now. I know Spencer Sanders is connected to Auburn from Oklahoma State. He's got good numbers. Um, but, you know, not a guy that, you know, people have really gone above and beyond to go get uh, in the transfer portal. So I think that. That the timing of all that is interesting. Auburn obviously prioritized other guys ahead of him. Grayson McCall, um, you know, uh, being being the big one, and he ended up not being able to go anywhere um, in the transfer portal. And he's staying at Coastal Carolina. Then then Devin Leary ends up going to um, you know NC State fall uh, or sorry Kentucky, going from NC State to Kentucky. Um, you know, going with an NFL offensive coordinator, more of a pro style guy, and Liam Cohen there. So. Yeah, I mean, I think for Auburn, this is going to be, you know, you go into fall camp, or I'm sorry, spring spring ball, uh, and see what you got in Robbie Ashford. T.J. Finley, you know, reportedly back with the team as well. Got a couple other young quarterbacks who you want to kind of get going uh, if you're Auburn, and then see where it stands in, in, in May, you know, when the portal opens back up, and you see, you know, is there another quarterback out there? Um, you know, just kind of go wait and see, because I think there is potential of Robbie Ashford at quarterback in this team, but he's got to do a lot of improving. We'll see how he looks in spring ball. 
All right, Justin, I'll uh, turn our attention now to the sport that's in season, uh, basketball. The Auburn basketball team improved their winning streak at home in Neville Arena against Mississippi State on Saturday night. And I think it was you that posed the question to uh, Bruce Pearl after the fact that this was probably the first game this year with this team that has won the game because of the three ball. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what, what was your thoughts on their performance on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it was the fact that they were able to shoot. I mean, this, this Mississippi State defense is nasty. Uh, they're big, they're strong, they're physical. Uh, they really tried to take Janai Broom out of the game, uh, which was, you know, a good strategy for them. But Auburn countered with really good three three balls. Um, you know, this this Missouri defense or this Mississippi State defense likes to pack it in, and so there were opportunities on the outside. Auburn shot him and hit him. Uh, Jalen Williams had a great game, but also Wendell Green Jr. hit a couple of big ones. Alan Flanagan hit a couple of big ones. Katie Johnson, um, you know, Zepp Jasper. I mean. You get you get that kind of shooting from everybody. And like, yeah, this is a team that's going to shoot a high percentage, and it's going to be kind of a matchup by matchup basis on how well they shoot. But I, I thought both of Auburn's wins last week, Ole Miss and Mississippi State, Auburn won those games with their offense. Um, defensively, you know, didn't play poorly in either game at all. But you felt like the offense was was more ahead of the defense in that game. And scoring sixty nine points against Mississippi State is really tough to do uh, this season. This is a team that averages giving up about 57 a game. So, I mean, I think Auburn, with the way they shot, they absolutely needed every one of those in this game to come out with a win. And it just shows that this team's continuing to evolve, kind of get better in some areas. You know, this was a team that wasn't really good on offense, was struggling a ton. They've won some games with their offense, and they compare that with their defense. This is a team that can continue to make noise. I don't think they're a championship contender. I don't think they're the class of the SEC. However, I think they're playing like an experienced team and they're getting better every week. And they're a tough matchup for a lot of teams because of just how versatile they can be and how deep they can be. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think this is exactly where Auburn wants to be at this point. They got, a, they got two road wins that are very gettable uh, here to get this week. Yeah. Hey, you, you talked about this Auburn basketball team winning with their offense. One of the things that this that Auburn has always prided itself on over the last couple of years is that defense and forcing turnovers. But if you go through and you look at the season stats right now, Auburn turns the ball over almost as much as they get in turnovers. What does this team have to do? And you had 20 against Mississippi State. Granted, yeah. Mississippi State had really good defense. What does this Auburn team have to do to cut down on the turnovers? Because, like I said, they're turning it over almost as much as they are getting. Yeah, this is a game, you know, these games that Auburn's plays, they got to get under more under control. I mean, they had a ton of turnovers late in that game after Jalen Williams fouled out, and he's such a good secondary playmaker who takes care of the ball uh, for them. Yeah, it's a thing that they've just got to continue to kind of work on because, you know, they get to these stretches where um, they turn it over and it kind of gets contagious, kind of like how bad shooting can get contagious, and it gets away from them. I will say that you know the when they have been able to tighten up and, and you know lower their turnover rate like they did at Ole Miss like they did in a couple other games here recently Arkansas is a great example um, they played well on offense um, so yeah this is a thing that they've got to continue to work on the way that they play and kind of the size of their guards being a little bit smaller is always going to create some you know turnover opportunities but I think it's like it shows you the value of keeping guys like Jalen Williams you know out of foul trouble um, and, and on the floor a good bit because. You know, those guys got to, you know, those veteran guys need to be out there on the floor a little bit more for Auburn. So you got to avoid foul trouble uh, and you, you may avoid, you know, having those situations where the turnover count runs up like they did the other night. Talking to Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Going to change sh- subjects one more time here, Ferg. Uh, just went through the first weekend of the NFL playoffs. What stood out to you about the playoffs and uh, who do you like moving forward? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing these one seed get into the mix. Uh, Philly obviously had a weird finish to their season um, just because of the Jalen Hurts situation. Um, but, you know, they, they obviously were playing so, so well this year. Kansas City, you know, just the most consistent uh, team in, in football pretty much year in and year out now. So how what do they look like when they get into the mix? I thought the Giants looked like you know, probably one of the most impressive teams over the weekend. Really good to see Daniel Jones. Uh, come up and, and play really, really well. And I think um, that first year coaching staff there has done such a great job with uh, with Brian Dable and those guys. So that's a fun team. Um, you know, the the Bills, I would love to think the Bills would be fine if they can just stop. I mean, they turn the ball over like dumb turnovers, like way too much this season for as good as they've been. Uh, so they've got to tighten that up against a good opponent here kind of moving forward and yeah there, there's some teams that are going to be long shots but like you know Jacksonville can they you know that 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 comeback was so incredible uh, it was so very Chargers but it was also so very not Jaguars to see your quarterback throw four interceptions and then have four touchdowns in the second half and just have an amazing game and come back and lead them to a win so it was an awesome first weekend of the playoffs and uh, I'm interested to see what it kind of looks like moving forward when more you know kind of elite teams start to get into the mix what do you have ahead uh, here at the Auburn Observer? Yeah, so we had a story today on Jalen Williams um, and just kind of his impact on the team coming off that big night and kind of the aggressiveness he, is, he has shown here recently on offense. Um, did a story yesterday. Here's a, here's a fun fact about Auburn's offensive line. Um, they've got three transfers, four-star transfers on the offensive line. No team in the portal area has ever had three offensive line transfers in the same class. Wow. on the offensive line. So what they're trying to do is pretty much unprecedented, this kind of rebuild up front. You can check all that out. We'll have previews and stuff uh, from the Auburn-LSU game here coming up tomorrow night. I'll be in Baton Rouge for that game. So we'll have newsletters the next few days covering basketball, mailbag on Friday, podcast, whole lot of stuff. It all comes to your email inbox pretty much every day of the week, auburnobserver.com. Sign up there. He is Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Justin, as always, we appreciate the time, and we look forward to chatting again soon. Yeah, see you guys.